0: (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 26 of the Deus Ex Cinema Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Clues. Joining me, as always, is Sereya Uchuk. Hello! And special guest, Isaiah Mungi. Hello. Look at you, coming around. (laughs) Look at me. (laughs) So, we had to to change the movie, because we couldn't find the one that you chose, Mm -hmm. which I don't remember the name of. It It was something blue. Perfect blue. Yeah, something blue. Perfect dark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the perfect dark movie. <laughs> uh, so what did we go with instead? Your Name. Your Name. Which was already in the title. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, as always, let's kind of start. If you want to start, if it's your first time watching the movie, what were you kind of hoping to get out of it this time? What was it like, spoiler free, going into Your Name this time? I saw
1: it like two years ago, and I thought it was okay. I liked it. Okay. And it was good watching it a second time. But I'm not, like, crazy about it.
0: Okay. Surya, what about you?
2: This was my first time watching it. Um, I really, really liked it up until a certain point, and then it completely fell flat for me.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, this was my first time, too, and being the least weeby of the three mm-hmm. of us, uh. <laughs> no, I was, I was... I wanted to see this because it got really good reviews when it came out. Um, I don't remember when this came out. It was a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I can go check if you want me to. Well, Sarah's got the laptop. It's kind of her job. I got you. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I, I'd seen so much buzz around it when it was out that I wanted to see it. I never really got came around to. It came out in
2: 2016.
0: Wow, three years ago already. Holy shit. Okay. Um, so I guess we should say spoilers from here on out. It's I feel like spoilers matter for this movie. Yeah, yes. for sure. Um, so, what... <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I want to preface this by saying I enjoyed the movie, but I have a lot of problems with it. <laughs> yeah. So I think this is going to be mostly negative for my side, but I, overall I did enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. Mine um,
2: will be half and half. Half and half? Yeah.
0: What about you, Isaiah? I mean, you said you liked it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't have like a whole lot to say about it. Okay, so I don't
0: so know. the first thing I want to say is what the fuck <laughs> is with the the? I mean, you even pointed it out when we were watching it though. Like it opens like it's an anime show. Yeah, it's got which is really bizarre.
1: It's got three or four different montages. Yeah, with like the same song. Yeah.
2: Have a montage.
0: But I don't know. I I haven't watched too many. Animes? Anime movies, apart from Miyazaki films yeah. and the Tekken movie, when I was really young. <laughs> what? There's a Tekken movie. Oh, is there a Tekken movie? And my dad has it on VHS. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what about Dragon Ball? Well,
0: that's not a movie. That's an anime show. Sure. But they
2: have movies.
0: I guess, yeah. But we I mean, those are still those are God still like. With the cat. Those are still show oriented. Mm-hmm. So, like, I haven't seen too many like just standalone anime movies. Like this one. Um, is that typical that they still do an
1: intro? Fucking, I don't know, man. I haven't seen a whole lot of regular movies either.
0: You're the resident weeb. That's uh, channel. Soraya's a weeb. You're weebier than Sareya, though. Because I... Sareya's weebiness comes in waves. You're just kind of like consistent mid-level weeb. I'm consistently less weeby than her. But, like, if you took the aggregate amount of time spent being a weeb in a year... The amount that you would accumulate over the year would be more than like the one month of the year that she goes hardcore weave. Sorry, what do you think?
2: <laughs> I mean
0: This is the real discussion we can have. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> Fuck like, the movie.
2: I feel like you have a lot more weeby clothes and items and I don't.
1: I have two anime shirts.
2: You used to have, like,
1: four. (laughs) That was a while ago. Two
2: of them I took from you. (laughs) you, Yeah, you did take. I have the Black Butler shirt. Yeah. And then I don't remember what else. I also have your Slayer shirt.
1: (laughs) The only other, like, weeb stuff I have is some Dragon Ball figures.
2: That's more than I have.
0: Well, I'm not even talking about possessions. I just feel like you're more knowledgeable about this stuff, really. Doesn't make me I more think, of a
2: weeb. Didn't Why? there was one time when we were living together that we made a list of all the animes <laughs> we that did we had do that? watched.
1: Have we had this argument? <laughs> yeah. <now? laughs> we have had this argument <laughs> many <laughs> times. Because you're think, both ashamed of being weeb. I'm not ashamed of it. I just think she's a bigger weeb than I am. <laughs> Aaron, you had you had Aaron, a vastly
0: bigger list than Serena. No,
2: no. I had the bigger list. Yeah. I really? had like thirty-five or thirty-six animes that I watched. Isaiah was close to me, but he was a little less, probably by, like, three or four. Did you just
0: start? No, That was I was playing with the
1: glass. Do we need to make this list again?
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you know how long that would take? This
1: is not
0: what this podcast is about. Um, Jesus Christ. But yeah, I thought that was weird, the intro to the movie. Um, and it was even shot like an anime intro. Yeah. I, was ex- I was waiting for the Your Name logo to come up. Did it? <laughs> I, I was waiting for it to I don't think it ever did, but it should have um, but w- while you did bring up that there was a lot of montages that doesn't yeah. lead me to something I want to talk about is there are so many fucking montage. montages there's four or five I think there's four because there was intro montage for like the title sequence there was the montage right as that explained how they figured out that they were switching bodies and it wasn't dreams mm-hmm. there was the montage of. Um, Taki traveling to um, what's her name? To Mitsuha's? Mitsuya. I wrote it down somewhere. I think it's Mitsuha. Mitsuha. There's a montage of Taki traveling to Mitsuha's (laughs) uh, village. And then there's the montage at the end of them not quite meeting. Mm -hmm. And i feel like there was another one in <laughs> yeah, there that I'm missing. There's like five or six montages. And every single... Every single montage has awful fucking music. It sounds like it was probably re-recorded with English lyrics. Yeah. If I had to make a guess. But just like the tone of it. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever there was... when it, it really stuck out to me because whenever it had a score, the score was really good. But then whenever it had like music music it was really bad <laughs> so it was like this weird dichotomy of where I would have like this beautiful score and then like this pop music would come in that did not match at all like when it's following the comet and it's like this happy sounding pop song mm-hmm. it was just so bizarre I don't know did either of you did any of the music stand out to either of you guys
2: I really like the music track for this movie
0: even like the the music with the vocals yeah okay yeah
2: I mean, it was kind of super cheesy, yeah. but I really liked it. Um, it reminded me of this one band. I can't remember who they're called, but it sounded like it was them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. What about you, Isa? Yeah, I just didn't
1: really like that song. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Once would have been fine.
0: Yeah. But four or five times. Was it
2: the same song over and over? I think it was the same
0: song a couple times. I think there was a couple different songs. But they all sounded exactly the same. Because they were like this typical like pop rock anime music. You know, like you could have you could have taken that intro music and thrown it over like any anime's intro scene (laughs) and it would feel exactly the same. Except for maybe Attack on Titan. (laughs) Um... Let's see here. So another thing uh, I thought was really good, though, was... Uh, I thought the movie was beautiful. Yeah, it since, was really nice. Since we are doing an animation... Oh my god, yeah. Uh, block, we should probably actually talk <laughs> about did, the animation. You did a
2: really good job of encompassing, like, a dreamlike mm-hmm. state. Like a space dream. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that. It's probably... This movie <clears throat> made me feel... Like, really small. Mm-hmm. And just, the movie felt so vast to me. Yeah. I really, it made me feel, yeah, it made me feel awkward. Okay. And, it's like, I enjoyed what I was feeling, but, like, at the same time I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. It kind of gave me, like, an existential crisis <laughs> <prices> kind of thing. <laughs> and not, I wasn't, I don't know how I felt about that.
0: Alright. Uh, you were going to say something, Isaac?
1: I really like that, um, that sequence where it went, like, What's the word for it? Not watercolor, but where it was all, like, illustrated. Oh, where it's...
0: Yeah, where it switched the style. Yeah. Yeah, that was really nice looking. Um, One thing that really stood out to me, too, was that it did a really cool job of mixing, like, traditional 2D anime style with 3D. Um, Because there's a lot of, like, sweeping camera angles that, Mm -hmm. like, move in 3D space that you don't see a lot. But it didn't look like... There's that weird kind of anime style where it is 3D, and it has, yeah. like, that really low frame rate, and it's ugly as fuck. Yeah. Like, uh, like, Ruby's that way, or, uh, the Godzilla Netflix anime's that oh. way. And it's just, I can't get into that. <laughs> it's so, it's so gross looking, in a way. Um, yeah, but I thought, so I thought it was absolutely gorgeous. Especially the environments, like, all the backgrounds were super detailed. And, like, the rain and the snow. Yeah. Yeah, especially the rain. That was some, that was some fine rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um. So, before we get into some of the more nitty gritty stuff, I thought we could talk about the plot. So, I said it is your movie. So, could you give us a lowdown the general plot of your name?
1: The, the plot is that um, this girl from Small Village switches bodies with a boy in Tokyo. They're mm-hmm. both in high school, and they just have random days where they end up in each other's bodies and have to Try and live life normally, and then um, they kind of figure it out, and they eventually try and meet up, sort of. But then they realize that like the girl in the village, like her village was blown up by a comet. Not very well spoken.
0: <laughs> um, Not her, very well.
1: Spoken. Her village was blown up by a comet. <laughs> so in in addition to switching bodies, they've been switching time periods. Yeah. And then they have to um, try and switch bodies again and get everybody to not fucking die from this comet <laughs> well spoken
0: yeah and it's a three-year period three-year gap mm-hmm. right so what did you guys think of that sort of wrinkle because most movies i think would have been satisfied with the idea of it's a rom-com but they switch bodies two to three times a week and then mm-hmm. they live out a day and that's how they fall in love and shit and then they have to find each other but what did you guys think of that added wrinkle of Oh, she's also been dead for 3 years and they've also been traveling time and now he needs to save her.
2: That was really unexpected, but at the same time I think they they made it flow in in a in a really good way. Okay. Like
0: like the transition to Yeah, like that sort of part of the story. They made
2: it they made it really seamless looking okay. like it was they were in their current times, like the most present time okay without it making it seem like it was three years ago okay if you understand what i'm saying
0: yeah what about you
1: Isaiah? i really liked it i think i think that premise is really cool yeah and like having that weird sad twist i think it it added to the movie a lot okay and it made it a lot more serious so you, you think it
0: was sad yeah. It was sad for you when you found out that she was dead?
1: Yeah, because he goes to the village and it's just this big fucking empty hole.
0: Yeah. The only reason I ask is because for me, it didn't... It wasn't sad. No? Because well, one, one of the bigger issues I had was that I never bought that they really fell in love. Because, like, it's, a, it's just a montage. Like, you see a montage.
2: Every time you say montage, I just want to say, <laughs> have a montage! Because,
0: I, I mean, they figure it out, and you have, like, a quick montage of it. And then you figure... And then they're like, okay, I set up this date for you, and he's like, oh, she's so annoying. She's laughing at me. And then it's just like, boom, she's dead. Mm-hmm. And it never... It never really... I never felt that there was really much chemistry or a connection between them at all. It, it was just... To me, it felt like the movie was just telling me that they had that connection now. Yeah. You know? And I think it is probably because they did have this whole back-end plot of this comet and them trying to save the town and, like, that aspect of it. Unlike something like, you know, something like Her, where the entire movie is building that relationship and then you have the sad part in, like, the third act of it. Mm -hmm. So I almost would have preferred if it was just, like, them building the relationship and then he finds out she's dead and then there's maybe a half hour left of the movie. Mm -hmm. Where either he's dealing with it or he tries to save her, and that's all the time it takes. She's just (laughs) dead. Well, because I mean, which would have been fine though. Yeah, that would have been fine. But like, I mean, one of the notes I wrote was, "Holy fuck, I don't care about saving the town," (laughs) (laughs) because I didn't, and it took forever. Mm -hmm. Like by the time they were, he was, because he he like drinks her spit sake, (laughs) her spit sake, (laughs) at this like temple in a volcano and then he goes back in time one last time and so he's like putting together this plan where they're going to blow up the power plant and then do a fake distress call to get everybody to school and I was like I don't care about this <laughs> at all like I don't give a shit because I don't care about any of these people none of this relationship is believable at this point point. and I feel Yeah, I just I didn't care mm-hmm. and, and by that point I was like alright I just want it to be over and then it took forever to be over <laughs> at that yeah. point so I don't know, it didn't really work for me, but um, I could see how it works, for sure. Like, I don't think you guys aren't justified in being, being sad at it. I think I'm just too jaded, and I, I need a little bit more to buy into it.
1: It might have worked better if they had, like, um, if he would found out that she was dead, maybe at the same point in the movie, but she hadn't yet died, because she yeah. had already died yet in, like, her other timeline. yeah. So maybe he could have went back in her body and then tried to tell her about it somehow. Yeah.
0: So that that would have, and then, whenever you have scenes with her, you know, it could be the two of them trying to figure out how to save the town together, mm-hmm. instead of it being just him, and then like, I don't know. It, it that part didn't work for me, um, especially because it, 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 there's no, since it is a, a romance movie before everything else, I would say, mm-hmm. um, there's no like, connection between saving the town and their relationship in a weird way. Because, I mean, obviously, he wants to save her. And she doesn't want to die. But, like, there's no... That really doesn't have anything to do with their relationship. Like, they could have been friends. And it would have played out exactly the same. Mm -hmm. You know, they would have been like, oh, well, I don't want my friend to die. And she's like, I don't want to fucking die. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, I don't know. It, it, It felt really lackluster to me. Like, at first when it happened, I was a little... I liked it, but then I feel like it didn't do much with her being dead three years ago by a giant fucking comet, destroying an entire city. Um, so, did, did you guys have any complaints about the story at all, then? Or anything that really stuck out to you as interesting about how the story was presented? Um, I know one thing that I really liked was how they sort of figured out and explored... um them communicating with one another mm-hmm. through the diaries and then, like, kind of how they played around with the idea of people liking them better when they're each other. Yeah. Because, like, all the friends... Like, she's more, she becomes more popular when it's him and he gets a date with the girl he has a crush on when it's her mm-hmm. and she only likes him when he's her. Uh, so I like that aspect of it, at least. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, I wish they had explored that more instead of having fucking montages. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Did anything stick out to you guys, especially about the story at all?
2: I really liked the beginning, and then as soon as we find out that, like, just, like, after the initial shock of Fiat figuring out, like, after he goes to the town where she lived and seeing that it was completely destroyed by the comet, Mm -hmm. I really liked it up until that point. Okay. And after, everything after that, where he's trying... To, like figure out how to see her again and save the town mm-hmm. they could have done without it okay. I would have much preferred this movie to end with him finding out that she's dead mm-hmm. and then him just moving on
0: yeah,
1: yeah. okay I liked I think I like the idea of this story more than the story itself yeah like the whole switching bodies and the different time periods and like it would have been really cool if she had just been dead. Yeah. There's just a lot of ways that they handled it that I didn't like. hmm But overall, I think the sort of... Just the idea of everything kind of carries itself to still be an interesting movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, that is one thing I had, was that... Um, I thought the... Not, not even just talking about, like, the third act of saving the town and everything, but I think the actual very ending kind of ruins the movie. Because, like, it sets it up where she runs in by her family and then you see the comet hit and you think she's dead. And then it goes back to years later in Tokyo to uh, Tachi and him kind of just living life. And then you're like, okay, well, obviously she's still alive. (laughs) And then they, like, draw it out of them, like... Almost meeting, but then they don't meet, and then they almost look at each other, but they don't look, and mm-hmm. then they're both like, "Hey, don't I know you mm-hmm. and it just it doesn't make any sense like mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, at that point it it feels more like you're they wrote the story to not have a sad ending rat and like kind of just please the audience rather than that it didn't feel like that's where the story was supposed to go, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of felt like it was like. Okay, we're moving in this certain direction, and then, oh, but all of a sudden this is going to happen so that people don't leave the theater sad. And it has a happy ending at the end. Um, I also had a bit of a problem with some plot holes, which usually don't bother me too much, as long as they aren't too major, but I felt like there was kind of a lot in this. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, (laughs) this is a really small one, but it it kept standing out to me because the movie drew so much attention towards it of why did he keep a random woman's ribbon for three years when he didn't know the woman and even went so far to like wear it as a bracelet for three years and obviously care about it because he kept it that entire time without knowing that it was her ribbon and he didn't even realize it until he's already on the volcano and the movie's almost over yeah so it's like And they made it, like, a big deal of him taking it, like, out of a drawer and tying it around his wrist before he went to go find her. Mm -hmm. But he didn't know it was hers. Maybe he just thought it was cool. But, like, (laughs) the way it's shot, there's, like, clear sentimental value for the time that a random woman tried talking to him on a train, said her name, and then fucked off. If he's lonely... That's but the they only never established that he was. To him.
1: He, just jerks off. he went on a yeah, date. He, date. <laughs>
0: he went on a date though, like, and they never established that he's like super lonely and he's like latching on to that memory of this woman on a train. It's because they recognize
1: each other from parallel timelines and universe. But he
0: doesn't because he didn't realize he has, it until he's on the he volcano. Has
1: subconscious sentimental <laughs> value of her that's fucking hair ribbon.
0: It doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, <laughs> um, some of the other things was <laughs> um, it doesn't it it didn't make sense to me the forgetting each other plot because mm-hmm. there's there's because it does it twice it does it where after she dies and he's looking for her and he goes to her village where it used to be. And there's, like, the evidence of her existence on his phone starts disappearing. Yeah, that... And that, that doesn't make that, any cause sense. Because you had already been dead. Yeah. yeah the entire know. time. And then, all of a sudden, they, like, can't remember each other's names. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't make any sense either.
1: I would have been okay with that happening in a different way. Yeah. Like with, the like the instantaneous way that it happened.
0: Yeah, because the, the only the only thing that I could think of as the excuse for it would be that because she didn't get hit by the comet, the timey wimey bullshit never happened. But like, he still had that entire experience. <laughs> It's time travel, dude. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but, but like, there's some movies that can. Like, some movies explain it, you know, and they mm-hmm. at least set the ground rules of this is how it works in this universe. Yeah. But this movie's just like, fuck you, they don't <laughs> remember each other's names. is watching you, like, try and think about it. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Because, like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like, he still had that entire experience. He still had all those. I mean, he's talking about not having the memories. Mm-hmm. but like then why do they still have that inkling of like looking for s- it doesn't make any fucking sense that they forget each other's names yeah. is what I'm saying and because even after she forgets he forgets her name he's still obsessed with the village and like the comet so it's like there's still traces but the- nothing of it happened anymore and it-, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any fucking sense I don't know I don't know, I don't know if that bothered you guys at all but it really fucking bothered me <laughs>
2: mm, not me no
0: I think it would have made
1: more sense if, like, he had tried to tell her that the comet was coming. Yeah. And, like, maybe she and only a few other people got out of the village. Yeah. But so then it would have made sense that, like, this already happened and she already left the village because of this weird time travel thing. Yeah. So time wasn't really changed. Yeah. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because now you have, like, a timeline where she did die and where she didn't die.
0: Yeah. And well, and then it's also weird, like because they don't. The structure of this movie is a little odd because it starts off with you seeing the girl, and but she wakes up as the guy, Mm -hmm. but then it's the girl. Yeah, like they set it up like it's one continuous day, but it's not. Mm -hmm. And then you go through the day, and it does the same thing for the guy, and it kind of hints that something's up. Um, but so when you when you open up with the female's perspective, with the woman's perspective. I don't know why I said female's like a neck beard. That was really weird. <laughs> with the, and I don't want to say her name because I already forgot it. Mizuha. Mizuha. When you open up with Mizuha's perspective, it, and especially stay with it for that long, it establishes that she is the primary point of view. Mm-hmm. But she's not. At all. Yeah. Because not only do you have the huge chunk of time in the middle where you're just following Tachi. It's Taki. Taki. I don't <laughs> fucking know. I'm not Japanese. When I you're just... So fa-
2: I'm
0: also awful with names. <laughs> so I'm going to call it woman and man. <laughs> <laughs> so you have the whole section in the middle where you're following man. <laughs> and, and then it ends at the man's perspective. And, it, and it, especially when we're talking about how the, all this timey-wimey bullshit doesn't make sense. I really would have liked to see her perspective. Because if he's not remembering anything, then the assumption is that she's not remembering anything either. But she
2: tended to remember a lot more than he did.
0: But, I mean, she also forgot his name right away. And, if, and she also didn't recognize him at the end when they finally meet. So if... Well, they, if they didn't not, recognize each other. Like, they just sort of knew that there was, like, something. Yeah, so I'm saying she's on the same level as him mm-hmm. with not remembering shit. So what is her perspective on the fact that she blew up the power plant and did this whole convoluted fucking thing to save the town from the comet? Is she just like, oh, somehow I knew that the nucleus of the comet was going to split and destroy half the town and we all had to get to the school to survive, so I did a terrorist act (laughs) and blew up a fucking power plant. Like, how did she explain (laughs) all of that? Yeah, do
1: they face like legal repercussions for that?
0: Apparently not, because she just fucked off to Tokyo and everything was fine. And yeah. the movie just has no interest in explaining <laughs> anything from her sp- perspective after like a third of the way through the movie. Which I find infuriating. Because <laughs> it doesn't make sense at all.
1: Now's a good time to remind everyone that we enjoyed the movie, <laughs> it was good. <laughs>
0: Yes, it was enjoyable. It was... Maybe we should talk about positives. I think we've
1: already mentioned all the positives.
0: I guess, because it, it is interesting seeing how they piece it together. And as as nonsensical and haphazard as it is, uh, it is still really enjoyable to watch. Um, but goddamn, it doesn't make any sense at <laughs> the end. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever.
1: I really like that scene where they're... Um they're writing each other's names on their hands. Yeah. And then she just, like, poofs out of existence and the pen falls. Yeah. That was really, really weird and sad.
0: Yeah. It, yeah, it was really suddenly emotional, just how brief it was. Mm-hmm. And I was almost hoping that the movie would sort of take... Because I... Okay. So one th- one of the discussions I wanted to have was, what the fuck this movie's about. And I don't mean, like, narratively. I mean, like, thematically. Mm-hmm. Because... The direction I thought it was going once it revealed that she was dead was living on with people's memories and then kind of just hefty to move on. Um, which would have been really ironic because that's what Kubo is about and that was our first animation <laughs> movie. But especially because it sets up, you know, she was dead three years ago and then especially with that marker scene. Like, could you imagine how sad it would have been if like she just disappeared there? And then she was never seen again. Yeah, And you had like 10 minutes of him being sad and moving on. And then that was it. That was the end of the movie. Rico, shut up. We're recording. <laughs> um, but that's not what it is because she lives. And the movie goes out of its way to talk about streams. Like It uses that ancient, maybe not ancient, but traditional... Uh, Japanese... I forget what they called it, but they, they were like weaving strings. Yeah. The woman and oh. her grandma. Yeah. You know, and she's talking about uh, unionization. And how these unions, you know, are when two things enter each other, and then they tear apart, and they come back together, and it spoils the whole movie. Um, <laughs> Rinko, shut up. We're recording. <laughs> come here. Come here, Rinko. You mean old shrew. Um, but so it and it really cuz not only does it have the grandma talk about it there's the repeated imagery of the strains there's the web um, during the climax when it's raining and she's talking about and she's raised hands all about uh, you know the web and blah 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 blah. Uh, the dude talks about it cuz he was the one at the ceremony so again the woman ha- doesn't even have any involvement in the thematic scenes of the movie <laughs> whatsoever which is also bizarre um But so it's really trying to shoehorn in this idea of the union. But I don't get what it's trying to say with it at all.
1: Maybe that when like two people like come together they can sort of
0: break apart. And And just always come back? Yeah. I guess. But that's, I don't know. That just doesn't (laughs) really, that doesn't jive with me, I guess. You know, because it's like, it's, I don't know. Because it's not like they have much of a point to that i don't i feel like there's i feel like there's no point to the movie yeah which i mean like i get there are movies where it's you know just for the sake of the story but typically you can find something (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know you can like grab onto something and be like oh this is the essence of the story (laughs) but this doesn't have anything i don't know if it's because it just gets so fucking weird and nonsensical towards the end Mm -hmm. um but that was one thing that it also kind of frustrate me as well i was like i don't know what you're trying to tell me like i don't know what the point of all of this is because when you have no real clear theme a romance that doesn't really feel believable for me at least and then just this nonsense fucking plot i'm like what am i supposed (laughs) to be getting out of this you know, like, is it just to look pretty? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's, what are you going for? Like, what do you, like, what, it, what was the writer and director trying to do with this movie? I have no idea. I think they were just trying to sell a romance. I guess, but I mean, it's so art. It's such an artistically put together movie, you know. And if you just want to make a romance, why the fuck do you need a comet to kill one of the people three <laughs> years ago, halfway through the movie? It's an anime, Aaron. I guess. Gotta Maybe.
1: have crazy shit. Maybe this is why I can't get into anime as much as you guys. I love the idea of other anime characters coming into the movie <laughs> and fucking shit up. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, we did make jokes throughout it of the comet being Frieza. <laughs> And Takio coming in and saving the day. That would have been so fun. From My Love Story. He's just got his big fucking lips. <laughs> <laughs> stopping the comment. Oh, I want to watch My Love Story
1: again. I've been
2: wanting to watch it
0: lately, too. I'm trying to get Savannah to watch it. Has she not watched it?
2: She no. would fucking love that show. She would.
0: Why won't she? She has Why is she being big. such a bitch? She, <laughs> <laughs> she, she has issues with
1: subtitles. Oh. She don't like to read. Well, because she's never had to watch a movie with subtitles before. Or, like, anything. So I get it. Huh. Okay. Because if you ever showed, like, a normal person Pan's Labyrinth, and it was like, oh, I gotta read it? <laughs>
0: I guess. I don't know. That's the true. I just, I usually prefer subtitles. Otherwise, I miss stuff. I just turn the TV up. I guess. I don't know.
1: I liked them for a while, but I think it, like sometimes messes up the flow of sentences and revealing information.
0: Yeah, especially with comedies. Yeah. it ruins the <laughs> like, joke.
1: If you ever watch it with stand-up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, stand-up it's awful for. Um, how long have we been going, Soraya? Half an can, hour. Can we fucking be done? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. So, any closing thoughts? I, I, That was everything I wanted to talk about. Did you guys have any closing thoughts on mm-hmm. your name?
2: I thought it was really pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That was the big takeaway. That was really pretty.
2: It was fucking gorgeous.
0: It definitely has a mood to it that I and think I like is, the mood that, that, that I think is goes. really unique. It's got like that just sort of surreal atmosphere to it that's yeah. really constant.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What about you guys? Any closing thoughts?
1: I liked it. It just it has a lot of negatives and positives, and it sort of cancels out to be this weird like good movie that. I only enjoy showing it to other people. Like, I wouldn't watch it again myself.
0: Yeah. Alright, well, let's do ratings then. Soraya, what would you rate your name?
2: I would give it, like, a six to a seven.
0: Okay. Any justification?
2: Uh... I like the first half. I think the second... The second half could have been... Either deleted or done much better. Okay. And then I really enjoyed the mood that it gave me. Hmm. Uh, I really liked the artwork, and I liked this st- how unique the story was. Okay. And I really liked the grandma's um, like lore of time.
0: Okay. Yeah, because she also ties that into the yeah, that, the union stuff.
2: That resonated very strongly with me.
0: Okay, Isaiah, what would you rate
1: it? Probably a six or a seven. It, it feels like a six, but I bought it, so <laughs> I, I feel like I have to say it's a seven. Do you not buy sixes? No, I bought a couple of sixes. That's always how I describe like my movie scale. Okay, is when I when it gets to a seven, I'll, I might buy it. Okay. So I guess
0: a seven. So it's a six and a half. <laughs> yeah.
2: You round up. to seven. <laughs>
0: um, I think I'd also give it a six. I think one of the things I really appreciated about it was that it, it very much felt like someone's vision. Which I really like. Um, especially when it's, you know, it, it never felt like a studio movie. It was like, okay, clearly someone has had a very clear idea for the story they wanted to tell. Um, and I didn't like all of the decisions, but, and I wish that they had focused on different areas than what they did, but I like, I like consuming art where you can clearly see the person behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it was still enjoyable, even though I had a lot of problems with the ending. Um, <laughs> Up until then, it was, it was really good. Except I, for all the montages. Can
2: I bring this discussion back around to the beginning when we were talking about who was a bigger weeb?
0: <laughs> it's you.
2: I wrote a list.
0: <laughs> you wrote a list. This is why Stray has been quiet the entire podcast.
2: I've been, I've been, I've been talking here and there. <laughs> hey,
1: you, um, you, you can click off now if you're not interested anymore.
2: <laughs> I made a list of anime shows and movies that I have seen. Mm-hmm. I am up to 53.
1: Well, give me a list then.
2: Here you go. Oh,
0: God. Okay. All right, well, while Isaiah's doing that, we can move on to our weekly roundup section. <laughs> we Sra-
2: talk about what we've been watching. Yeah, Saraya,
0: what have you been watching? Real quick, would I count, like, Dragon
1: Ball and Dragon Ball Z as separate things? Yeah. They're yes, they're different series. Okay.
2: Um, so let's see, what have I been watching? Well, your name.
0: <laughs> Good. We <laughs>
2: watched Kubo last week. Yep. And I recently bought, like... The Lord of the Rings Extended Edition, finally. Yeah. So that's gonna be my entire Memorial Day tomorrow.
1: (laughs) Are Dragon Ball movies counted separately? Yes. Fuck.
0: (laughs) That doesn't feel fair.
2: Just count how many there are that you've seen.
0: Because they're separate entities. You know, because, I mean, you could watch all of Dragon Ball Z and then not watch Battle of the Gods. Yeah. So, I mean... They're separate.
2: Yeah, just count how many movies you've seen, and then just write that number down, and then... Because <laughs>
1: some of the movies them. are only like 45 minutes.
2: They're still movies. Right?
1: They're
0: separate entities, bro. Fuck, man. I'm sorry. I hate to do it to you. I'm going to have to write them all down, because i got to oh, keep shit, track of them. Okay.
2: then me. mine's up to 56.
0: Okay. <laughs> we'll come back to that.
2: <laughs> um. So, yeah, Lord of the Rings is going to be my entire day tomorrow. Yep. And I'm excited.
0: Well, except for the Game of Thrones podcast we're recording.
2: Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I have purposely not watched the last two episodes of Game of Thrones because if I don't watch it, then they don't end. It doesn't end. I have a problem <laughs> finishing things, which is why I never finish things. Anyways, um, I did, I recently bought like three or four Disney movies. I'm trying to collect all. The original movies that I saw when I was a kid. So... What one
0: did you watch last night? Little is, Mermaid.
2: I watched The Little Mermaid.
0: How was the, how was going back to The Little Mermaid?
2: Oh my god! When it was opening, and just like, the music started, mm-hmm. and just setting up the tone and the world yeah. that The Little Mermaid is in, I almost, I legitimately almost cried. <laughs> I had tears in my eyes, but they did not fall.
0: That goes back to our nostalgia conversation from two episodes ago. It,
2: it was... I hadn't seen The Little Mermaid in so fucking long. Yeah. It's been years.
0: That is easily the Disney movie I've seen the most. It's
2: the fucking Little Mermaid.
0: I have... Because my mom Even was... Even more obs-
2: than The Lion King?
0: My mom was obsessed with The Little Mermaid. Well, I was mean, almost named Ariel as a boy.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but my dad said no. Uh... So yeah, I mean, I I've seen The Little Mermaid so many times.
2: The Little Mermaid is a classic, man.
0: I hate it. It's a classic. Well, that's though. just because I've seen it so many times.
2: But I mean, um, so yeah, I watched The Little Mermaid, and then I bought a Miyazaki film, uh, The Cat Returns. Yes. And I must say that is probably one.
0: That movie like, was a fever m- dream. I was. <laughs> that movie. That
2: was like it
0: barely even made sense. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that movie is easily topping um, Princess Mononoke. Is
0: your favorite? I movie. didn't even think Princess Mononoke was your favorite.
2: Princess Mononoke is definitely my favorite. I music. thought
0: Spirited Away was your favorite. No, huh.
2: Princess Mononoke has always been the very top of my list. Okay. And then I would say Spirited Away, and
0: not even Kiki's no. oh, or Totoro. I'm I think. I to
2: fifty-seven. I think
1: Howells is at my top. Howl's? Moving, yeah, Howl's Moving Castle.
2: I really like The Cat's Return. It made no sense. It was really short. It could have definitely that's, been longer. That's such a bizarre movie. But I just, I enjoyed it so fucking much. Okay. Because, like, it didn't really make you think like Princess Mononoke does. Yeah. Or Howl's Moving Castle. It doesn't, I don't know. It it was on a completely different level. Okay. Um. But, yeah, I would say that's that is now at my top. Okay. And then I'd go Princess Mononoke, Spirited Away, Hal's Kiki's, My Neighbor Totoro, and Ponyo.
0: Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah. And I still haven't, I mean, I haven't seen a lot of Miyazaki films yeah. still. I, I mean, work. we
0: never finished As the Wind Rises.
2: You didn't like it! I
0: hated it. I was so fucking bored. And that movie's so long. It's like a two and a half hour long movie, and nothing happens. Yeah, but like it's all just a dude like in a windy field looking up at planes lawingly. Well, uh, That's it's that for two and a half fucking hours.
2: Anyways,
0: you got a question? I was trying just, to think of a show, but I remembered it. All right, this weeblist list is important.
2: Um. <laughs> so yeah, I watched that, and then I bought I bought Cinderella. And Toy Story, the first Toy Story.
0: That's what, Oliver's Company or whatever?
2: Oh, I also have Oliver and Company. So those are three that I are on my to-watch list. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this in our last podcast, but I bought the first three Pokemon movies on Blu-ray.
0: We did talk about the Pokemon movies. Okay. Yeah. yeah
2: so those are all up on there.
0: Yeah, uh, you've been watching The Bachelorette.
2: I have been watching The Bachelorette. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I've been skipping through most of it. (laughs) I just wanna see the drama between the men, pretty much. That's that's I don't really care about Hannah. (laughs) Let's be honest. Um if anything, I feel like they should have had the other girl be the Bachelorette. I
0: don't know.
2: Whatever the fuck her name was. You know. know, the one she was she was like ex friends with the current Bachelorette Hannah.
0: Oh, the other model girl, Caitlin or whatever?
2: Was it Cat- Caitlyn. I
0: don't know, something with a C. Caitlin, Katelyn, Caitlyn, Ah, Katelyn! It was
2: Caitlyn. What did you say?
0: Huh? Anyways, um, I watched the first season of Barry.
2: How'd you like uh, in that? In about
0: three days. I absolutely loved it. It was great.
2: From what I saw yesterday while I was and while I was watching Little Mermaid it
0: looked pretty good yeah I showed Isaiah the first episode yesterday Bill Hader seems is, really fun in it it is awesome it is such a great show um,
2: I feel like Bill Hader is uh, underrated
0: I don't know I feel like most people think he's pretty great especially now that he's starting to do less like SNL type stuff I guess to I guess I
2: felt like he was underrated because like of a combination of some of his SNL skits and then all the Amory Schumer, the, the train wreck oh. with Amy Schumer. Yeah,
0: I mean people really like Trainwreck though. That was a pretty successful movie.
2: Amy Schumer sucks. Saw... <laughs> Women are not funny. Get over it.
0: Um, Isaiah, you showed me the first episode of Mr. Robot. Yeah, how'd you like that? I'm out on the fence. Mm-hmm. I liked a lot of it, disliked a lot of it.
2: Was it because it was setting up stuff?
0: No, it was just a lot of it came off like it was trying really hard. To be edgy? To like be edgy and like the main character says IRL and AFK when he's talking to people. That is literally
1: only in the first episode. Well,
0: I have only seen the first
1: episode. (laughs) We watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure together.
2: 58.
1: And I I think you should have to count Naruto because you were there for so much of it. 59! I was
2: debating whether or not to to label to watch to
0: yeah to <laughs> count Naruto on that, yeah I'm gonna make my own list too so that we can compare <laughs> I'll have I'll have my five anime on there oh all right we have all completed our anime lists is
2: it still is it recording yeah
0: it is. yeah it's recording uh we've completed our anime lists let's see who's the biggest weeb I'll go first because there's no suspense in mine uh anime shows that I've watched at least an episode of and understood. Uh, and movies totaled 54
1: you got That's a lot 54? more than I thought.
0: I counted how many I actually liked, 18. <laughs> and most of those were Ghibli films and then another most of it was Dragon Ball. <laughs> All right, um Sreya, what you got?
2: I have 75 or 76. And shows 73.
0: Oh my Holy God. shit! <laughs> so, I think we'd be okay to assume that some may have been missed. So some were definitely it missed. still could go either way between the two of you. Mm.
2: That's how it turned out the last time when we did this. <laughs> I was at about thirty-five or thirty-six, and Isaiah, you were still behind me by a few. Yeah. We're always but then, super But
1: then for the rest of the day, we're probably just walking around and go,
2: oh, fuck, I forgot one.
0: <laughs> so the, we, the problem with the argument was that we were having the wrong argument the whole time. It's not who's more of a weeb. You're both just the same level of weeb. No, it's not. She's, at, she's has but, more. But we don't know for sure because you might forget, have forgotten some. But this is the and second forgotten time forgotten now some. that
1: we've done this and she's had
0: more. She might just have a better memory than you. Well, then she did. Aaron. All right. To wrap up, then, Soraya, what is your pick for the third and final movie of our animation rotation? Mine. I love how it rhymes.
2: Will be The Triplets of Belleville.
0: Perfect. Fantastic pick. I want to go eat sushi. (laughs) So (laughs) let's wrap it up. Uh, Thank you for listening. As always, you can find us as Default Light Guys on YouTube and Instagram. You can find us as Deus Ex Cinema on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. See you next week. Bye. I'm going to go change so we can eat.